all those stories about the ghost of a man who hit his head on a block of frozen tofu and died, they're actually true? How about I make you think of me? Every time you see a block of tofu! Have no fear. I have my disciple heading over immediately. <laughs> nice one, Mob. Good job. What's wrong? Despite what you think, even I have school and a private life. So please, stop summoning me out of the blue. What do you mean, private life? All you have is that exercise club, right? Oh. Wait, you didn't fall for someone's fake date prank again, did you? Man, you were so gullible. Would you grow up already? Seriously, Mob. <sighs> I don't know what you were doing with your little schoolmates, but do they really understand who you are? Come on, you and I are saving lives here! You're making a huge difference in this world just by helping me out! Not to mention, I'm your master! I'm one of the biggest reasons you're able to control your powers! Without me, you'd be a lost cause! Now listen up. Choose your social circle wisely, Mob! If anyone is going to get in the way of your exorcism job, get rid of them! Those kids don't actually care about you at all, understand? They're just having fun mocking someone as wimpy as you. That's not true! Uh, alright, I might have said too much there. My friends aren't mocking me. Yeah, sure. Master, I'm starting to realize that not everything you say is true. Crap! I messed up! <laughs> Let's forget all this, Mom. You must be tired. Hey, wanna get some ramen on the way back? Nobody's mocking me. And I'm not as gullible as you think. Alright, welcome everybody. Episode 150 of The Lookout. That's right, 150 of them damn things. That is crazy. That it's nuts, right? Um <laughs> This is your this is your third podcast with 150 plus. Yeah, yeah. I'm very consistent. I don't know if you know this. <laughs> I'm very like you can set my watch to that. I'm very consistent apparently with podcasts and stuff like that. It's definitely my third one to hit 150. Um I'm sure Mount Silver will hit 150 in like the next like 20 years. But uh, <laughs> Other than that, they release an MMO. <laughs> Other than that, we're here. We're starting off. We're starting off our summer at Kame House series, as we do every summer. It's the best thing. We're doing this five years in a row. I'm so excited about this. We've cleared out whoever was occupying the room before. We kicked all their shit out. We thrown it over the island. <laughs> and Jamal has moved in <laughs> and moved and set up all his shit. Um, it's not much. Just our recording equipment. Some like rolling trays. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're here nonetheless, but I'm happy to do Summer at Comedy House again because it gives us a lot of opportunities to do some cool shit. And we're doing some cool stuff this year. Shout out to Sober Pen, by the way, who came up with the original art for Summer at Comedy House this year. Um, he is amazing and he's doing pretty much all the kind of artwork for the lookout, um, like the main artwork for the pod. So shout out to him. 
of course, I'm trying to beg him and plead him to get on the pod at some future, but, you know, he is very, he's like Gen Z, uh, enigmatic, too cool to post, too cool for school, um, thing, but you know, we're going to, I'm going to grab him one day because he's a, he's a great human being. Um, but nonetheless, summary comment house, we're here. Obviously, if you hear on the, on the other side of this, our guest, this episode, someone who I haven't talked to in a long time for no reason other than I be, I guess we haven't been interested in Pokemon for a long time. <laughs> we should get other interests. Yeah, <laughs> we should clearly. <laughs> I mean, easily. We should literally like line up like, all right, maybe we should talk about something else. Maybe Mount Silver's about to, you know, it's crazy, Pat. No matter how long we're gone, I've looked at the numbers. People love Mount Silver, by the way. <laughs> Every yeah, time. Really, I feel like there really are not that many. I mean, I feel like you're looking up like Pokemon podcasts. I mean, I guess if you're like, they're probably like card game podcasts and stuff, but I don't know. I mean, that's, that's so funny. Yeah, no, so many people hold it. So like when, when I look at the numbers for stuff, like Mount Silver will always do well because no matter if it takes us seven months to post or two weeks to post, people want to hear, people want to hear people talk about Pokemon in a non yeah weird way. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? In exactly, a non-canon yes. way, <laughs> in a very meta way. Um, yeah. So it's a you know it's a once once I guess I don't know. D- it, we'll figure it out at some point. We'll make it happen, or so, or, or maybe we will. Maybe we do come up with a Zelda podcast or something. <laughs> those lines. There'll have to be a reason at some point to do another one. I mean, the DLC. Yeah, so. for sure. Mills, have you been keeping up with the the new series? I have not. I fell off. Um, I fell off after three episodes because it looked interesting, but because of all the stuff that I was following this summer, I was like, this is not, I don't have time. Between the Dr. Stone, Hell's Paradise, um, Demon Slayer, and the NBA Finals, wrestling, all this other stuff like that, I was like, uh, this isn't really like consequential enough for me to actually follow it and keep up with it. So I have it, but they did release the latest thing on netflix that actually shows ash winning the world championship like 11 months fucking later that's hilarious it feels like so long ago dog it was last year (laughs) and and it's like 11 months later and now they're finally releasing in english on netflix so um people have that to look forward to you can certainly look forward to that if you want to get any uh your pokemon fix but this summer, we're focusing on anime. I'm glad that, first of all, I'm glad that we have you here for episode 150, Pat, because I say, like, with this lookout, you know, stuff, Mount Silver was a very big part of this entire network. It's been just a great part of this, and you've been a part of this. So I'm definitely glad to have you here, especially to talk about Mob Psycho 100 season two, because, and also to complete this experiment of, like, I'm not sure if you watched season one. But you watched no, season I, two I, cold. I, I I watched one. I watched one. I have to. I okay. have to. I can. I can't just. Uh, I can't just do one. <laughs> you can't. Damn. <laughs> I was gonna say you can't. You're not the person that can just jump into a series. No, no, I'm not. I'm not at all. That's why it takes me so long to do a lot of stuff because it's like, all right, well, I have to. I'm not. You know, I'm not starting at the at wherever. You know what? I, I feel you. 
this was supposed to be like a social experiment of like, can you tap into the second season and figure out what the fuck is going on with this show from here? I think I could have. They did a pretty good job of like, I mean, the first season is kind of like, they were less, uh, the show ended up being less villain of the week than I thought it would be uh, when I started. Uh, And because of that, I would say uh, the first season was like, I mean, it had a lot of stuff in it, but it was really just one case. So there wasn't like too, too much uh, to Mm -hmm. this, but uh, it obviously helped either way that I had watched it. LJ, how would you describe Mob Psycho season one in comparison to season two? Um, if season one feels more like I don't want to say kiddish because I don't, it, it's not like kiddish, but it, it feels it's easier to kind of get into in a weird way. I feel season two like they touch on a like a lot in terms of like mob. I feel like season one is just a good setup. You introduce these characters. Okay, they have psychic powers. Okay, you figure out like his brother wants psychic power. No, it feels a bit more shonen. If that makes sense. Yes, a thousand percent. Yes. Like season one feels so much more shonen. And then and the reason why I say kiddish is like it feels so much more like okay, like battles and powers and like here's his kid with powers and he can explode when he gets mad. You know, like things like that. I feel season two is more like him really figuring himself out as a person, like him figuring out like, you know, what does he want out of life and figuring out friends. If it, like it's it's it dives so much more deeper into like mob as a person than like powers. If that makes sense. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think it's more it's uh the first one is kind of like a, uh, this isn't that great of a comparison, but like, you know, the first alien movie is like a horror movie and this aliens is like an action movie kind of. And the first yeah. season was kind of like a, a lower key case. And the, the second season was like more of like a big action flick, if that makes sense. No, I, I agree. I think what sec what the second season did was managed to where I think a lot of, um, a lot of shonen anime would have tried to pick up the pace, like intensify the pace. Um, this does it in a way, but it also slows it down. So it's like, okay, let's dive more. Let's, instead of going more outward, instead of going more macro, right? Instead of like, usually the the step of shonen anime is like, you have like problems within your group, and then it's problems to save the world, and then it's problems to save the universe, and then it's problems to save the galaxy type of thing. Whereas season two, kind of went inward more so and like granted at the end there's still like i guess worldly stakes attached kind of like japan but the world kind of um i'm gonna dominate the world but i'm starting in japan first (laughs) yeah go ahead it's not quite clear like what his uh actual plans are after he's done in japan right i'm not i'm not confident uh but uh, you know it's uh (laughs) It, it could have easily been like uh you know like a, a thing where they're like oh no here's the psychics from uh you know england or something like oh there's more of these guys <laughs> right right right. but i feel like it didn't want to it didn't want to expand it and make it too complicated and i think that's what i like about this show because there's a little there's a grounding element to the show the stakes get continue to get raised up and raised up more and i feel like season two kind of like it does it, but in a different way, and it kind of looks more inward, like I said. And and, and and I don't know. There's a charm about season one. I do love season one. I think season one, 
I think it manages to grab, there's an interesting way to grab the tone of like serious, introspective, and funny. Um, and I love the funny part, which is why my favorite character is Reagan. Um, all right, there's more. I, there we go. Okay. All right. This sounds yeah, like this is actually a disaster. Like yeah. It might be. <laughs> this is like real shit going on. Yeah. yeah, probably. I could open up Citizens app and see what's going on, but I'm not. Um, but go on. What were you going to say, Pat? Um, do, 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 do. What was I going to say? Um, I don't know. Um, what the hell were we No, but about? I love... I'm, I was saying that I love season one and my favorite character was Reagan. Oh, yes. Of, like, I, I, thought, I thought he was great. And I really thought his... By like the end of the second season, uh, they'd really done a great job with the character. My thing is, like, I've been... I've been we, you know, we announced this. We announced this for Summary Comic House, and we're, I'm, I'm going through my notes and stuff like that. And the one question I have when I start this thing is like, where the hell do we start? Because I don't, I don't want to follow the series kind of like episodically. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't want to like kind of like go in like each because it's a. To me, it's like two. It's two kind of acts. I mean, you can think it as three a little bit, but. It's two kind of acts. It's like the personal growth of mob, and then it's like the post-world, you know, domination threat to the world kind of thing that happens like in the last like six episodes or so, uh, five yeah. six episodes. Um, and then the but, those episodes have a little bit more of that also. Like by the by the end, which is you know very common for for anime, I guess. But uh, like there's more uh, like soul searching in those last few episodes too. By the end of it. Yeah, and I feel that too. That how I viewed it was, you know, obviously in the beginning, like you said, you see Mob, he's you know growing, he's going through these things at, at his young adolescent age, where he's figuring out about friends and you know balancing being this psychic and having a job and having a social life. Like I love, I mean, one of my favorite episodes is on here is when he does tell like Reagan, like, "Yo, I'm not like." don't call me like on a whim like i actually do have a life like i actually do have friends i actually do have these things um and as he goes through it though i think that final battle and that final part is like in a weird way uh accumulation of everything that he has learned throughout the season um and it's kind of like you're looking at mob like that the final boss that he's fighting like you're looking at what mob could have potentially turned out to be yeah yeah you realize like it, i actually thought they did a good job of like th- this did a better job than jjk did of like that exact thing uh like hitting like how the friendship elements like uh made him not like just some crazy guy uh, right and jjk had that same theme but it was a little more like oh okay like now i just have friends like it wasn't really like uh there wasn't a lot of conflict compared to this. And and also kind of what I want to touch on before we get like really, really into this one thing I want to touch on. I think the voice acting work in this thing, it, it, like emphasis on the acting is like incredible. I think. Yeah, I thought it was very good. Oh, yeah. One of the best be, dubs easily. Yeah. To be able to get across comedic timing and to get across like true emotion and to even like. This is why there was such and, and Pat, I'm not sure if you hear about it, uh, but for season three of this show, they replaced the voice actor for Mob. I mean, season I saw that. Final. Yeah, and it, and it was kind of like it sucked. You don't really 
the new voice actor, he's not bad, but clearly he's not the original one. But there's yeah. such a like earnestness and um, calmness in Mob's voice, and then also in kind of Reagan's attitude of like his con man attitude. Even that kind of like delivery is amazing. And even um, what's my name, Dimple, the great gazoo looking. I, that's what I equate him to. <laughs> I equate him to the great gazoo, except it doesn't come like in a weird part of the show. Like the Simpsons, I mean, Simpsons, Flintstones included it. Like we need a new character. Let's introduce yeah, some true. nut from the future. The great gazoo. Ugh. Um, but he is incorporated into the show. And he, they all play like a good balance with each other. And I think that voice acting, the dub voice acting is like, it. it's the reason why it sells the show in such a cool kind of, like I said, like, earnest, resonant kind of way, and it's a large part of that, but, like, the, the again, yeah, the first half of the season kind of, like, really involves Mob kind of finding his own agency as a person, which is, like, weird. I'm trying to figure out, like, when I was 12, what was I, I, I don't know if it was as serious as that, well, I didn't have a job, I mean, I definitely couldn't have had a job when I was 12. Um, yeah, dude, uh, just due to, uh, you know, labor laws, Right. <laughs> and any like talent that could be, you know, taken advantage of. Um <laughs> I mean maybe. But um I'm trying to figure out like twelve because he's really finding like his own person and kind of agency at this kind of age, and that's kind of what this thing is about. Like he's trying to he's trying new things, he runs for president, he fucking fails. Because he's trying to get this girl to like him, and this girl, the girl thing ends up going through, like, it becomes a big through point, especially through season three, especially towards the end of the fucking show. Um, but he tries to get the girl, um, fails, but then gets this other girlfriend, and then the other girlfriend kind of, like, says, like, oh, actually, it was a prank with my friends. I don't really like you. I wouldn't That was you. crazy. That was that nuts. Was. <laughs> But, but well, still, originally like, though, that, but originally he turns her down. He turns her yeah. down when she asks. But all he does is like continue to walk her home. Like I think that for Mob is so much about connection. Like he he's like, okay, this girl claims that she likes me, even though I don't like want to date her. But he's like, well, I'll still walk her home and I'll still hang out with her and I'll still kind of like because he's just like, what's the connection part of all this? I like how slice of life it was as well. Just, I mean, this is my, like, I'm still trying to figure out, like, how we actually, like, get into all this thing, but I guess we're into it. But, like, just how slice of life it kind of felt. And one of the key parts, it's it's why kind of, like, going into this show is, like, it's like getting into, like, a warm, like, you got your, your best thing, you got your computer set up, like, you're under your sheets, you're, like, calm, you're comfortable, like, it just feels comfortable, like, getting into the show, because there's not so much stakes on the line, and that's what I love about this first episode, because it kind of, like, it reels it all back, especially at the end of season one, where, you know, it gets crazy, it's, it gets hilarious, too, but it gets crazy, (laughs) um, but it kind of reels it all back and kind of like makes it just this comfort show. And I think that's where kind of like Mob Psycho sits for me in time of a lot of things. Because this summer, like I mentioned, Hell's Paradise, fucking Demon Slayer, um, whatever. I mean, I'm watching Dr. Stone, which gets its little level of craziness. Um, <laughs> but this kind of like settles me in and in a way that like 
normally other kids television shows do like if i'm watching something with my niece and like it's very simple very comfortable very like oh okay under emotionally driven and maybe that's why i have a hard fucking time of trying to put piece together the show because it's so like emotionally driven it's like trying to like piece together like how he feels in this moment as opposed to like what's actually happening on screen it's easy to tell the story of jjk is like oh my god they're fighting and one guy curses and another guy and like he punches a hole through his yeah chest. yeah yeah but but to try to like make sense of all these like feelings and even these like small things like the the crack between him and reagan starts early even in episode two he's like i'm being paid in seeds now <laughs> like, i was surprised at how long it took the show to get there honestly Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I would have thought it happened really early on in the in the first season. I think, too, though, in that first season, Mob is still getting accustomed to, like, not like accustomed, but he's still trying to understand his powers. I think by season two, he understands his power. Like, yeah. He's like, and then he's also, he's, he's also deathly afraid of his own powers, right? Like, he's... He had, there's this experience he had as a kid where he awakened his power and did a lot of damage and he doesn't want to get to that level again. And even in various instances through season one, he's like, I don't want to fight you. I don't want to hurt you and stuff like that. And then he like, the entire school goes up and he cuts someone's hair off and like all this other shit. He (laughs) eviscerates someone's clothes. Like he does all this shit that he has no intention of doing, but it's all like, like you said, trying to get used to his powers, all this other stuff like that. This first half, the powers are kind of like, they grow. They take like a little bit of a backseat to like just the development of Mob as a person and his, more importantly, his relationship with Reagan as well. Because that's the, I think that's the crux of these first few episodes of like, we we know that Reagan is like full of shit, but does he know that Reagan is full of shit? And it turns out he, he has, he does at this point. I don't know if he always <laughs> has. Well, I guess he always has. Um, and he's just ignored it, but it's definitely more prevalent in this season for sure. Um, just kind of like, so if you would say in this first half of it, what are kind of like the big moments for you? What kind of like caught your eye, caught your ear, caught kind of just anything from you? Uh, I did really like the, uh, the, the speech thing, uh, which I thought was very, uh, very funny. Uh, and then very, like, very grim, uh, at the end, uh, when, you know, when we talked about this for two seconds, uh, when, uh, you know, she's like, oh yeah, this was a joke. Uh, I didn't actually want to do this, but then when they tear up her book and he goes back and helps her, I really like that. I love that. <laughs> I, and then, yeah, he, um, he opens up and uses his powers. He doesn't really reveal his powers to anybody, but, he opens up, uses his powers as like very Disney esque. But I did love, like I said, that's a big part of that first episode. What about you, LJ? The, the the possession of the girl where he goes inside her mind and take like battles the dude inside her. But that's the first half, correct or second? Yeah, yeah that's that like is the, the first half. I think that's like the third. Yeah, the second or third episode. That's like the third episode. I yeah, really enjoyed that. That was probably my favorite episode up until that point. Yeah. Um. Easily my favorite episode because I think that sets up everything else that comes after. Like going back to the fact of like when Moff uh battles the leader of Claw and 
it it always draws me back to that episode because I think that's what the the spirit was trying to like portray the mob of like at, at any point you can break. Mm-hmm. At any point you can be like, yo, I have powers that can kill anyone, do anything I want, like, and I can use those any way I want. Like, there's no one here to stop me. This and, episode really reminded me of uh Meals, you might remember this show. I don't know. Uh uh Case Closed. I think the Japanese name was Conan the Detective. Yeah. Uh, you remember that? That I I loved that show for its brief like two months it was on Toonami. Uh and this and LJ the stuff you're saying it re- just reminds me of of uh of that show. Yeah, it's it's just one of those things of just like he's like at any point things can completely shift and you have to, you know, and he's he's trying to you know show mob or at the moment tell like let you know get mob to a point where he does break and he does like um you know, use that, but I think Mob having the community and the people around him and him having that that point of, like, groundedness of, like, no, I actually do have people around me who care. Like, Dimple coming in and, like, smacking yeah. him upside the head and be like, yo, what are you doing? Um, yeah. uh, I also and, love Dimple. Oh, easily. A, Mills is gonna hate me for this, but I think Dimple is such a, like, I enjoy Dimple as a supporting character more than Reagan. Get to season three. Pat, you really love Dimple. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Season three, okay, Dimple is, is a beast. Yeah, season three, he gets a he gets a big moment in the show for sure. Okay, amazing. No, but no, I I agree with you. Like it always, you know, what's crazy about this that it's b- despite it all, especially in this season, more than it's been less of a battle of like good versus evil and more of a battle of conviction, right? Like the idea that instead of it being like i'm evil and this is why i'm doing this it was this is kind of my life and it can be your life too and to be honest with you everything isn't so hunky dory and you could be in this situation again like lj said you have these powers and you can use it kind of destroy these people too and the whole uh megami kj backstory thing of and which leads to anime episode here just like oh here is the villain somberly telling you about their uh very fucked up childhood uh yeah parents died you know that one it's a really good it's really good is it in um it's in demon slayer right like uh it's in demon slayer every fucking arc yeah every arc (laughs) but the one in the forest uh uh i think it's the first season uh where like the there's like, kind of like yes yes uh and that like there is one episode where the action just comes to a screeching halt and it is a full-on just entire episode length flashback uh and i Bro, just always it happens so many like that happens it happens literally ev- it's going every, to happen every every, arc, every villain every, every villain is going to have a backstory Oh, and Everyone. you know Hunter Hunter loved it too. <laughs> Except Hunter Hunter will have someone speaking, like actually, you you know, instead of yeah, 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 um, yes, yeah, telling the story, the narrator will tell the story, which is one of my least favorite parts of Hunter Hunter. Um, yeah, but no, he gets the backstory, and you look all of these things. You look in kind of like in reference to Mob, right? Like Mob, you realize kind of like how this childhood that he has, and all these friends and family that actually love him, and you see like Mogami Keiji 
who has this kind of thing. You know, his parents died, separation. He saw the worst of humanity, and it's taken him to this point. He eventually dies, but now he's, like, haunting people, and and he, <laughs> he takes Mob into this world where he has no powers and no one fucks with him because he all, also lost his parents in this, you know, universe, and he doesn't have a brother. And, like, he wants to, him to see what he went through and to kind of like bring mob into that world. And it almost takes him there. Like mob is about to get his ass kicked. And like you said, dimple shows up. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Like you one, you have a loving thing. You have powers. You have all this other extra shit. And then they get into like the most insane fucking action sequence, most insanely animated action sequence yeah. that's ever existed. That doesn't have like a real clear ending at all. <laughs> like, it's just like, all the spirits are fighting, and the mob just wakes up. They're they they're they're destined to fight forever. Listen, but I mean, he he manages to break free of it, and he manages to like you kind of see you. It's the strength of convictions where um, Kojimi's he's like, you know what, you an all right guy, like you know what I'm saying. Like I'm not gonna haunt anyone anymore. And then the you know the the, the possessed girl wakes up, and she you know. She's like, I love mom, and da 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 da, and blah blah blah, and <laughs> it's just, you know, it's a it's a battle of that the, that episode four and five where they go through that thing. It's very dark, it's very grim, but it's kind of like that. It it shows you a lot, and it's a bunch of life experiences about how like how true can you stay to the person that you are ultimately? Um, how much do you let a situation? pull you down and how much you know and kind of make you into something that you're maybe even not or we're just looking at different values and stuff like that this is amazing shit i love this i love those two episodes i love even more the like you said it happens directly after this the breakup of reagan and mob um where mob is like he's out there they're about to invite him to karaoke he's like karaoke what is that um and him having no concept of what karaoke is is hilarious to me. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, and then Reagan calls him and it was like, yo, we got this thing we're supposed to do here. And he's like, I'm out with my friends. And he is like, those people don't care about you. <laughs> they only they're probably only using you for your powers. Um and you know, he has that. It's it's very like, but I couldn't imagine at twelve years old saying to an adult like, "I told you to stop calling me about this." Like, I'm out with my friends because I know personally, if I said that to my parents, they would beat the shit out of me. But yeah, but that's because you like, didn't have a job, right? Oh, this is true. <laughs> this is true. Maybe if I said it to my boss, maybe if I was like, "I told you, I'm I'm I can't be on call for this job anymore. I'm out with my friends." Um, maybe it's that closer to the scenario, but they have this thing and it's interesting, right? Still hilarious. As much as those two work together, it's them being apart where they're able to kind of like evolve beyond their borders. Right. Like, yeah. Cause Reagan had a like, like seeing him go through the process. I mean, I love how they kind of kept it focused on him because it was like, okay, Mob's gonna go hang out and do his stuff. Um, but I think even him having to go through a process of him being like, why am I? Why did I start doing this? Yeah. Like why? It's why like, did I become? Why did I start this like 
psychic business like why am i you know continuing to do this like what is what is the point of all this um and seeing him go through that process too um you know leading up to the press conference which i feel was amazing uh yeah to see him grow and hit like it stayed very true to the it stayed very true to the character at the press conference which i appreciated more than anything i feel like the the mere fact that he didn't there was a situation that could have broken him and kind of like reeling back from that kind of thing you know reagan he has this website this website's been doing well it's like and they said like what kind of geo cities website is this <laughs> i love the geo cities <laughs> i was like yo that is insane um he's like what kind of website but the website ends up doing well he starts gaining some notoriety you know he becomes more popular he becomes a celebrity and it's interesting like you you look at that backstory that's established in the press conference and he's like i always wanted to be somebody like that's what the name of the essay was i want to be somebody or something on both sides and he finally becomes somebody and the rug is kind of pulled under him in that like moment where he's trying to exercise the spirit and there's like there's no spirit that's the answer yeah that was great <laughs> i was like maybe it's because my thing with reagan I, I felt so that was so cringe for me because I, I was like as much as like he is a conning person again i don't feel like he's necessarily a bad person so for that to that public embarrassment to kind of happen for him was like very peek through the eyes, cringe for me. Oh yeah, it's like, over. Yeah, it's and like, no wow. funny thing is though is that like I felt that he knew the person wasn't possessed, but he just didn't know to just be like, hey, this person isn't possessed. Because even then, he was like, all right, you can quit acting now. Like, he was like, this is still a scripted TV show. So he's like, at any point, he's gonna stop. And he's just like, he just keeps going and going and going. He's on his fake it to make it kind of like mantra, where it's just like, yeah. he, he hey, understands. Sometimes that works. I mean, yeah. I mean, it worked in this instance before it stopped. But Yeah, exactly. <laughs> before, but I feel like even that, I mean, that was a setup by the old dude, in my opinion. Like, I felt like the entire oh, yeah. situation. He was a was hater. Setup. He was a big hater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a completely set up. But it's like, it's, it's ironic Reagan gave him that, a flying knee. A really nice flying knee. Great technique. <laughs> But like <laughs> after this essay, I mean, they he's at the press conference. They're like going through this thing. Someone brings up the essay that I want to be somebody, and he goes back and is like, realistically, like this wasn't even where he is supposed to end up. He was going to give up this life until Mob showed up, and it was that Mob who was like, I have these psychic powers, and I don't know how to control it. And I think he saw what honestly most people see in Mob. Um, and there's a, like a level of a care, but there's also like a level of admiration for mob in this kind of instance. And, you know, he, he manages to stay on longer because of mob and, you know, he fakes it. I guess a lot of it, he fakes it to impress mob, to be honest with you. And, um, he gets to this point. He keeps, he, he says, I, my favorite was like, you guys can't prove that I don't have psychic powers. So like, fuck you guys. Oh yeah, I and love I, that. <laughs> I was well, like. I he's kind of right. I thought it was amazing kind of like him flipping it in that instance and being really like, 
Yeah, you guys can't prove it. None of you guys have any basis for this. In fact, what you guys are doing are bullying more than anything. Um, and Mob, at the end of the day, he sees this and he has his back. And it's a great, very real. It's like a very, you don't really, I mean, I don't know. I don't think there's a moment in like normal shonen anime that's as resonant as this moment. Because, and a lot of it is just because of how realistic it is and like the reciprocal nature of their relationship um, where they're very different people, but ultimately they better one another at the end of the day. And one is, and they're both, they're like a perfect team ultimately at the end of the day. And I think Reagan sees this as a team more so like, you know, because mob calls him master, he feels like he's subservient to him and he's using him and taking advantage of him and all this other stuff. And most people saw that as well. Dimple's like, Hmm, guess you can't take advantage of him anymore. He like mob is out here doing his own thing. You know, he's getting bitches and doing all this, all this other shit. Um, but yeah, it's, just, I wish that was said that. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. But <laughs> I love that moment. That sounds episode. like a dimple statement too. Yeah. I mean, maybe it in does. Live. there is actually a live action version of this show. I looked it up. It's on Netflix. It's a Japanese. Uh, it's a Japanese one. I didn't bother yeah, to watch it. I originally, it, I watched about forty-five seconds of it because I just typed <laughs> in like "Stream Mob Psycho 100." If for some reason, I just didn't go right to Crunchyroll, uh, and I was like, you know, it was on, and I was like, you know, like putting a shirt on a hanger or something, and I was like, what the fuck is? Oh, okay, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! With all the live action shit coming on, I'm, I'm not even surprised. If there was one, I think you could do one for this show. I mean, I don't know how the Japanese one turned out. I'm not. I don't I have no intention of watching it. Um, but I think you could do one for this show that's like lives up to the earnest earnestness of this thing because I think that, there is th- too much. There's, I think there is a certain. I think there's just a certain like, like pizzazz that the animation like version has that you're not going to capture doing this live Yeah, you just can't like all the VFX in the world look like such shit now they just can't do it (laughs) yeah no I agree like I'm not even like I'm like I know people were trying to be slightly excited for this damn one piece live action but it does not look good to me I mean, they, the thing about... even do, they had Cowboy they Bebop. They, they didn't even. That's just spaceships and regular guns. And they couldn't even do yeah. that. Yeah, you're right. I was going to say something else. I was like, oh, but like, I feel like it's more grounded. This is more closer to Slice of Life. This is less shonen. You kind of have to. The thing with like live action and stuff like that is like you have to kind of like really suspend your own thought about how logic actually works because most of it, as uh, Justin Charity would say, is anime bullshit happens during a large part of shonen's and it does happen in this show actually quite some bit but it feels more grounded in like half being slice of life half being like actual shonen thing but yeah i agree yeah, the you. take like, on even, it is like different yeah the take on it Definitely. is completely different and um but yeah that was my favorite the favorite the mini breakup between reagan and mob is like my favorite arc just like establishing the relationship between these two characters putting them apart having them stay true to themselves, but also they're just genuine, you know, 
love for one another bringing them back and essentially he's just being like i knew who you were always since the beginning and he's waiting for and him to Reagan say like getting a piece some of... like darker stakes uh yeah he's a... reagan's you know, waiting for him to say like a piece of shit <laughs> like you know what i'm saying like, <laughs> reagan's waiting for mom to like i knew you were a piece of shit from the beginning but he's like a good guy and it's like damn fuck this show man <laughs> like <laughs> my eyes um and then next I mean, episode the is the marriage. Really... Oh yeah, I was, I was gonna say the one thing I just really love about this show is like how soft they make Mob without like making him a like for lack of a better term without making him a bitch. Like he's he's real soft. He's real kind hearted. He's real, but like I don't see like he's not like. I, like you look at other anime where they have characters like this and they're like always the one to like run away from the you know run away from the conflict or run away but like mob is like he's just genuinely really kind and you see him like yeah. grow and like have to understand like what does kindness mean to him and like you know why is he so kind and like what like his his relationships with people and how he cherishes those I think sometimes you look at other animes, they always have like a soft hearted character and he's like legit soft though. Like he won't Yeah. Like Mob will stick up for his friends. Like Mob will stick up for himself. Yeah. I don't think he's weak. I don't think he's feeble. I think he has a great like this is one of those shows where I feel like they have an actual great support system and it's not like one dude's a dickhead, one dude's this person. <laughs> this what there's a girl in the group and like all these yeah, other kind yeah, of you're like You're talking about Demon Slayer. Yeah. <laughs> Guy who's too tough. Guy who screams and cries. Girl who lives yeah. in a suitcase. Like there's right. we got the whole we got everybody. But here you have here. like and and I'm, I'm transitioning to this, you have the um what are they fucking called? The The uh, uh, the, the scars. No no not the scars. Claw. The, the No 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 not them. The 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 uh the group that he runs with and works out. Oh, with. the the helmet, the the the. You talking about the? Now you're not talking about the religion, right? Are you talking about no, 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 the no. fitness I'm talking about club? The club that, yeah, the, the no, body the, improvement club. Body, body improvement. improvement. Club. The body improvement club, and he's like, "I want to run this marathon." Underrated, I'm, underrated heroes in this entire series. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely, absolutely. Like him, them being a support system and just generally, usually in any other thing, they're the jock assholes who beat up, you know, this guy. And it was like, you want to improve yourself? Come on, we all love improving ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like this is the positive it's body, the body building club. It's the body improvement club. It's <laughs> fucking amazing. And Mob decides he wants to run this race, which is like I've never felt an episode more than this because <laughs> of how much I hate. It running sometimes and like i've ran gassed out and that's exactly how it fucking (laughs) this this man is clenching for life during this marathon and he runs he falls initially scrapes his knee but doesn't give up and dimple is like yo you want me to possess you you need to hit top 10 right and he's like nah i'm good and like you know they're like you want to call a cab and reagan's like i thought of that shit but actually no (laughs) (laughs) Um, and they're having this race and he's, his only goal is to do better than he did last year. And I guess he does accomplish it kind of like by three places. He's 20. Yeah. 291 out of, I think 300. Um, 
And after the race, he doesn't he doesn't even finish the race. He wakes up in the hospital and is like, "You passed out." <laughs> like so, arguably, he didn't he didn't even place. Yeah, realistically, yeah, that actually is kind of it. Um, but even that, I thought it was amazing. And then the twist at the end of the episode kind of like turns the entire series on its head. It they really like. I remember watching this the first time. When I watched it the first time, I was like, "Holy fuck, this is kind of like raw," like. He goes, he's hanging out with Dimple. He's like, yo, there's smoke at that house. That looks like my area. I should probably go there. And he sees that his house is on fucking fire. And then he goes into the house and sees whatever thing's burning and believes that it's his family burning. And I can only think of like how traumatic that must be for a kid. Yeah, he's 12. Yeah. And even Dimple knows, like, nah, this shit could, like, fuck him up. Like, my look away like please look away and you know he's what he's always feared of happening is happening and it's that dark side within him that uncontrollable and he's like trying to pull this out and it's a it's a it's a way to end that episode i mean it's a it's the it's the tone shift for the show for the final arc of this season but i thought it was like whoa one that came out of nowhere, and two that's extreme as fuck. Um, yeah, um, and even Dimple having like being like, "Yo, he having to think quick on his feet and telling my like, I'm pretty sure those bodies are fake." Like he has to like think quick on his feet of being like, "Yo, I don't," because Mob's about to lose it. It's okay to lie to children if it means <laughs> saving their lives. I guess that's um, true. Yeah. But, you know, now Mob, he could have easily turned into Liam Neeson here. Um, <laughs> he's like, I'm going to find these fuckers who killed my family. And he does, in a sense, like he does very shortly, but eventually he does meet up with Reagan. Which, the Reagan part of this, again, this is why he's my favorite. It's just so funny, the shit that happens to him. His office also catches on fire. <laughs> like... And the part where he's like, essentially, through this whole incident, they learned it's Claw. They have to go after Claw. Claw has their ultimate five, their top five, their upper six, if you would say, um, version of this shit. Um, and I always love when the uh, the elite fighters are revealed in an anime. Yeah, and it's just like five random people. Like, yeah, it, it just is what it is. There's um, always one that I really like, and I typically don't like the other ones. Which one did you like? Oh, um, also the guy who was fucking the guy who was fucking everybody up. Yeah, the uh, Shikazawa. Yeah, Shikazawa, the guy who's like That's literally a normal guy who's just an asshole. <laughs> yeah, he was he was blind and had the easily one of the best fighting scenes in the entire series. He's fighting them all in the building. He's teleporting one from one. He beats up his face. That that first kid. He, I forgot. He, um, he, he beats them all up. Technically, he beats up. Risu no, he does. Pretty but, bad. Yeah, yeah. But when he uh, um when he's first introduced, he beats up the kid from season one. And I'm like, man, oh yeah, because that's when he uh that's when he kidnaps the prime minister. Yeah, 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 and I'm like, man, what a jobber you evolved into, unfortunately. <laughs> 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 uh, 
I was just like, man, you're like the first wave of like, it's always a person who discovers them. It's like Piccolo discovering Cell. It's like, all right, you're not going to beat Cell, but you got to be the one to take this yeah. ass with kind of first. <laughs> yeah, and at least uh, I Piccolo actually probably does better because he's able to fucking break off. His yeah, arm. yeah, he does. But eventually he doesn't. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, but no, like. I love the again the relationship between Mob and Reagan. Reagan is like, you know, Mob, your parents probably aren't dead. He has no idea whether he just learned yeah. about this shit five minutes before everybody else did. You know, he learned at the same time. He's like, your parents are probably not dead. It was probably something else. Um, why wouldn't? Why would they be dead? Well, I think I have a few ideas. <laughs> right, <laughs> and you know they're um they're trying to come up with a plan. They're all like Master Reagan. What do we do? Everyone is in awe of Reagan, and this this, this is just why this is why I don't know. This is why he's my favorite. Why is everyone? Because he's the only one with a sensible plan. <laughs> like he's the only one who isn't. I guess um doesn't have any crutch of psychic powers to use. Yeah, he so he has to have a real plan. Yeah, so he has to have a realistic plan, and his plans is like we're gonna let the cops figure this out. <laughs> and i'm dying so when the insurance company calls and they're like we've never seen anything like this before it's like my office caught on fire what do you mean we can't do anything about it psychic powers i'm crying (laughs) i'm crying because he's like my office caught on fire because of psychic powers what do you mean i can't get my insurance back for this shit And then he turns around and he's like, so we have to come up with a plan <laughs> for this. And I'm like, this fucking guy, man. He's like, yo, listen, I'm going to drag this fucker into, like, into this. That's my favorite part. It's like, he's like, I'm just trying to find the person who did it so I can drag them to the, to the office. insurance agency so I can get my money for my office. It's like um, when you're trying to prove that you didn't do it by finding the real criminal. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, they embark on this plan. I mean, there are kids in the sewers, there are people above land and stuff like that. Um, they eventually show up at Mob's, you know, hideout and shit like that. Great sequence, again, with Reagan thinking on his feet in the moment. They catch him in the refrigerator. Um, he pulls out the spray from season one, which is like <laughs> wild callback. Um, sprays him, and, Ma- and Dimple has the line of the episode. He's like... <laughs> He says, you're, you're winning something, something streak. He's like, your winning streak has just been incredible. These episodes, you're going to die a horrible death. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, this is nuts. Like the way you've been just like randomly doing this. Anyway, they get in the fight with the big ball guy. I mean, the big buff guy, he knocks, um, dimple and mob into the sky. They fall with the body improvement club. Dimple takes over the body improvement club guy. They have the big muscle battle. And eventually said, Mob These muscles, these muscles are built by strength. Yours is by psychic power. I was like, like I didn't know that mattered, but I guess it does. <laughs> nah, bro, it definitely does, bro. Um He said he got calluses on his hands. Absolutely. <laughs> he was lifting big weights. So um <laughs> they have that battle. Um, Mob eventually wakes up and takes out the psychic guy, and then, um, you know, essentially this is, like, how kind of, like, most of the shonen plays out. Mob is on, you know, 
he's out of commission for a while. Everyone's trying to fight for their lives. Everyone nearly comes to the brink of death, and then Mob. This is up. such a hilarious uh, episodic structure or arc structure for everything. But this is this is the this is like the calling card. So it's like the production company. I mean, not production company, but the writer of this is you know his name is One, and he also wrote One Punch Man. Um, I have to finish watching One Punch Man. And One Punch Man follows literally the same. It's way more. My thing with One Punch Man and Mob Psycho is One Punch Man. Now me looking, I loved One Punch Man the first watch. And then I looked at it the second watch. I was like, this is a fucking weird ass show. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is completely weird from top to bottom. Like, nothing is very. It's not consistent. Like, there's no consistencies in this. Nah, because some shit, I mean, ultimately, every every battle is building up to when one Punch Man Saitama shows up and punches the shit out of somebody. Yeah. <laughs> so, you're creating these weird situations. I remember there was this guy, there's this hero on a bike, and he's, like, sacrificing his life, and, like, he's fighting for his life. And I think he does die or comes close to death until Saitama comes in and then punches the shit out of him and really takes away the entire, like, weighty moment of this character this insignificant character who doesn't matter because he's not one punch man um i don't feel the same here because i feel like they've done a great job in kind of like establishing how all these characters have had any relationship or anything with mob so when they do kick um when the blind guy does kick everyone's ass and mob shows up i don't feel like Oh shit! Like, here we go again. Um, and then I think this—I think he like surrenders, which is like yeah, very, he's just like nah, I'm yeah. good. Yeah, he's just like nah, I'm good. So go he doesn't on. technically lose. Yeah, he's like go on to the final battle. Like essentially, <laughs> you've earned eight badges. Move ahead. Um, <laughs> and so reach the final two things. Let me see if I missed anything. Let me look at my notes. Claws behind this. Um, ba 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 ba. All right, Serizawa, the umbrella guy, who is essentially mob. If again, once again, his convictions and his he didn't have a support around him, and mm-hmm. kind of like grew up to be a loser. Kind of, I'm, I mean, I feel like that's how they're kind of like pitting this. It's like he grew up. Um, Serizawa grew up, didn't have anyone to support him. Um, was called a weirdo, a shut-in, became very socially, you know, awkward, um, couldn't get a job because of his psychic powers, was staying because of his psychic powers, and the only one to save him was, of course, the final villain guy who reached out his hand, who wanted to take advantage of his powers. Um, again, very all, uh, very much all for one energy. Very much. I mean, I got very big My Hero Academia vibes from the latter half of the show. Um, but, um, Serizawa, is there anything that kind of stuck out with you guys for this battle in terms of, like, Mob necessarily, like, both of them didn't want to hurt one another and um, kind of, like, both of them trying to convince one another that what you're doing is bad, but they're still kind of coming from the same place. Did anything kind of like stick out to you about this battle? Or at least this, actually this final closing sequence of everything? I'm happy that they didn't have some big battle because it would have probably felt like overload after like having a big battle with him and then having another battle with the 
final boss. I'm happy that it was. Yeah, like if there was like back to back of big explosions and psychic powers, I'd be like, okay, this is this is a lot. This is too much. Yeah, I feel that just like throughout the series, Mob was like beating different variants of himself. Mm. Like if this one thing would have happened, this is how Mob would have turned out. Or like this one thing would have happened, this is how Mob would have turned out. Um, yeah, and in the day, it's all about the power of friendship. That's the one like big shonen thing that they definitely kept was the the power of friendship. I mean, yeah, like you you were you're nothing without learning how to use. I he was even having he's hammering it uh, when he was talking to those uh, those guys at the uh, like the red the red shirts who show up to fight him uh, at the right. very, uh, like before the battle. He's like, yeah, you guys, I you know, uh, powers can do any of this stuff. So who really cares? Do you guys know how to create the can the soda was in? Do you guys grow you guys the vegetables? <laughs> that, that was in the creating the can the soda was in was not the way to uh, <laughs> lead with something else. Can you guys repair the glass for the storefront? Um, like, I was like, yeah, I, I mean, I guess he's making a point. Um, <laughs> he's just he's just being a fucking dork. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it got a little less cool from there on. But I do love the, I mean, again, like, Serizawa kind of showing, I mean, more so, less the Serizawa kind of showing, because it, the ironic part was I felt like Mob was the adult in the room for this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but when he, like, absorbs all his powers and then sends it back, and then he shows all the memories of, like, here's me with parents, here's me with friends, here's me with other things. And he's like, I can have all of this, too, um, and not hurt people? This is crazy. So he lets him go, and then we get to the final boss with it, which is... Um, um, what's my man's name? Suzuki. The actual boss. Yeah, the megalom- megalomaniacal, completely like void of emotion. Reminds me. This one reminded me more so of like how corporate structure works, because I this remember this guy was like Giovanni, except not yeah. like a mobster, I guess. Yeah, I was corporate like corporate mobster. When he said, I think the quote was, um, he said something like, uh, "Fuck, what did he say?" He said he never convinced himself that other people's feelings matter. And he had the audacity to say it, so he it must happen. Like, he never convinced. And I've always thought of that, too, because I remember when I was in my office uh, in my last job. And I remember getting in a disagreement with, like, the head of the, the AVP of the department, which most people would, like, not do. But I see people as, like, human. I'm like, if I don't agree with something, I think something's wrong, I'm going to say something. Yeah, but he wouldn't budge, and I felt it was less that like looking at other people's point of view, and it's like I can't admit I'm wrong because then I yeah. don't get what I want. <laughs> like if if I if I ever like even succumb to it, I'm not going to get the result that I desire. So it's just not going to happen. So I feel like that's the same way with Suzuki in a sense that like he like. He's from the standpoint of like power is absolute. Um, I need to do all this other shit. I need to get to this point. I need to. I I knew I was stronger than anybody else, so none of this shit actually matters. All these people that I've come in contact with don't matter. Even the guy with the umbrella at the end of the day, like it is what it is. Um, wife didn't matter. Kids didn't matter. All this other extra shit. Um, shout out to his kid who burned down 
their fucking who was revealed as the person who burned down their house just to be like you need to I, unlock I mob. Like, yeah, you're probably mad about that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not uh, mad well, anymore. <laughs> but it wasn't great at the time. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I was like, what? You planted bodies. Um, <laughs> it made me think that I was looking at the burning corpses of my fucking parents. Um, but I guess an end still means right. Um, yeah. but yeah, Suzuki world domination plans says need to dominate this world for whatever reason, not completely sure. Um, but he was like, I'm, I'm the strongest. So I need to be the strongest. He had this experiment where he tried to unlock the latent potential of people's, uh, Esper energy. And apparently it failed. So he just gave everyone his Esper energy, which I was like, yeah, so what was, why was he just do that in the first place? Bozo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he he wasn't thinking like for a guy who like was bragging a lot about how you know well he plans things out and how things always work out in his favor and this and that. I was like that doesn't seem like a he wasn't thinking that one through, buddy. It yeah. felt it felt a lot like to me um it felt like the relationship between him and Serizawa was the relationship between Mob and Reagan, in a sense. And both of them trying to give their pupils, I guess, reassurance, but kind of doing it in a completely fucking weird, different way. And, uh, yeah, Suzuki is a... I don't know. It's a, the, the final fight was a great fight. I don't think it's the best in the series. Um... Because ultimately, I think it's under the pretense of, like, convictions, right? Ultimately, it's not really... None, nobody was trying to destroy one another. Nobody was trying to end someone's things. They weren't fighting for anything. Ultimately, Mob was trying to save him and say, like, I'm yeah, trying to Yeah, he sat down inside the bomb bubble. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, so... Um, both of us are going to die <laughs> because of this. <laughs> I was going to oh. be too sad thinking about you dying alone, even though you're, like, a terrorist. <laughs> So they like ultimately. I mean, he doesn't die. It just is what it is. Um, I was so, shocked. <laughs> ultimately, Wait, the power. I love the 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 fact of what really brings him back is him thinking about losing his wife. That is mm. always like the one that got away. Is that's the that's like the one thing that's gonna save them back. Maybe Not I should become a good person. Yeah, yeah, like, damn, my wife left me. Like, that was like, <laughs> that was, that was like that, you didn't think about that before at all when she actually left? Like, none of that? Yeah, it was it probably sucked then, too, man. <laughs> It's not the fact, too, that, like, you're kicking your kid's ass. It's, like, none of those things. It's, like, you go back and you think, damn, I got divorced. And then, like, yeah. that was... <laughs> Ultimately... <laughs> I guess everyone's, listen, the self-improvement of Mob in this helped improve many through this show. Because ultimately, he doesn't defeat him. He just, like, changes his perspective and, like, maybe like, <laughs> we do. Ultimately, we do need people in this thing. And all the energy that was being displaced turns into a giant fucking broccoli in the middle of the city. Um, <laughs> which, again, comes up in season three. So, just a... I'm that's for you, Pat. Be watching three. Yeah, yeah, that's for you, Pat. Because it ends in season three, so it's just it's a great watch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, nah, season two. I mean, so that's kind of like the end of season two. Um, it 
to me better than season one. More oh yeah, for for sure. More emotionally resonant than season one. Um, I thought for a long time this was going to be the end of the series because realistically there was no news for a long time about picking this series back up. Um, when it was airing, so this aired in 2019, and then we got no news about season three. No matter how popular this series was, there was no news until about 2021. Um, oh, or that's even crazy. Like- yeah, That's a long I mean, fucking time. That's longer yeah. than any of these other shows. No, it's it's definitely long. I feel like they legitimately had no intention of picking it back up because season three has a different showrunner than this. Um, yeah. It has a couple of different things in season two and one. Um, but, I mean, they were like, we're so close to the end of the story. Like, let, let's finish it off right. And yeah. it ended up being a great story that kind of finishes off, but... This was a great season. I love watching shows like these kind of like to take us out of the kind of like shonen world. Um even though it is a little bit shonen, but it it the you know, again. I think it very, I'm glad I watched the first and second seasons because it was cool to see it become less shonen. Yeah. Yeah. Like when it's I was the, watching the first season, I was like, okay. This is uh, you know, I it's why I did not keep watching uh My Hero. A little too shonen for me. Right, right. Even though that breaks my heart, but right. I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. I mean, and you it's know, okay. I, I you know, I, I probably made it like an episode and a half in. I didn't watch enough of it, but <laughs> it was um, just not my style. No, it's it's perfectly fine. I'm over I mean, I'm I'm I've gotten over it. I understand why people <laughs> Yeah, if you're not a fan of Shonen, you're not if yeah, my hero is not gonna be not even like if you're not a fan of Shonen, but if too much shonen is just not Exactly, insane, yes. Right, and like my hero, all, my hero's gonna be too much. All the uh, all the tropes just attacking you all at once. You know what I'm saying? Friendship, um, camaraderie, crybaby main character, villains who have a bad backstory. Not actually true <laughs> villains, but just people who are like lost along the way, kind of thing. Like, yes, it has all of it. Um, and this show had all of it too, but it, I feel like it also translated it in a way that felt a lot more. A lot more meaningful, a lot more, like I said, resonant, a lot more earnest. Um, but that's, I mean, that's Mob Psycho season two. Um, Adult shonen. <laughs> a shonen with a bit of a slice of life um, yeah. intertwined in it. So thank you, Pat, for joining us. Thank you, guys. I feel like the 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 anime I've watched, I, I really just kind of trace it since to like the the back of the beginning of the pandemic at this point, but I've watched mostly all of the anime I've watched at this point to keep up with a lookout and it's been very great. So cool. that's amazing. Appreciate you for that. Um, of course. LJ, we got two more weeks. We're on this Island. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, we we're two- here. Yeah. Yeah. The next thing that we watch, sorry to break this to you, Pat. The next show that oh, we're watching okay. is, is demon Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, okay, but is it? I, you know what? You know who's very behind on Demon Slayer is me. Uh, like really, really behind. I, I was. I held the second season for so long that I was like, "Oh, third one's about to come out. I'm just gonna watch them back to back now." So, bro. So, um, I'm pretty sure the last thing you saw was the movie. I'm assuming, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then so I that's... started to watch the. Uh, second season, but I was like, you know, I know they did some bullshit where some of this is the movie, 
Uh, I don't yes, know exactly yes. where the entertainment district art starts. I'm not going to get on Wikipedia right now. I'm going to watch something else. Uh, so that was what happened. I will tell you, the entertainment district art to me is like one of the most like, that shit is a movie, but it's an anime. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, even even like the fact that like, I know the name, the entertainment district arc. Like right. the fact that that is like a phrase that has entered modern anime, uh, the modern anime lexicon is like just speaks to. I mean, again, I haven't seen it, but how good it must be. It's a full. It's a. It's a. It's a long name because the official name is Demon Slayer Kometsu no Yaiba Entertainment District Arc, and I'm just like, bro, we Demon Slayer Entertainment District sounds badass enough. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Think think uh, brothels. Yeah. Think think pimping and. and uh. <laughs> <laughs> they're hanging out downtown. Yeah, yeah essentially. Red, red light district. Yeah, they're yeah, they're doing it. It sounds awesome. So we're gonna be watching the arc that comes after that. They actually just finished this spring, the Swordsmith Village arc. Okay, um, great. I'll so we're gonna be up. watching that. Yeah, it's not fully dubbed yet, in case you're wondering. Um okay, but second one is obviously. Yeah, yeah. This ent- entertainment district arc is definitely dubbed. Um, but we'll be watching that next week. So if you guys have, you know, if you guys have already watched it, you guys are already caught up. So we have that to do. We have a lot more to come in the summer, to be honest with you. We got at least six more weeks of content. We haven't dropped everything all at once, but we're going to give you piece by piece. And we're going to drip this out week by week. So make sure that you guys, if you haven't already, Swordsmith Village, Arc Demon Slayer. If you're interested in the sub, it's there. If you're interested in the dub, maybe wait a couple months. It's almost um, there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it started, but it's just not close to finishing yet. Um and we're going to watch that. And yeah, we're going to be back in two weeks because this summer at Common House. So we're bi-weekly this summer. So we'll be back in two weeks. The Demon Slayer Kometsu no Yaiba, Swordsmith Village arc. Thank you guys for tuning in. LJ, do you have any final words before we get out of here? Uh, No final words. Just, you know, stay, stay on the lookout for the lookout. Absolutely. Watch Mob Psycho. Use some of the life lessons there. They got a lot of, like, good life lesson shit in that show like it was wholesome. yeah very, very wholesome. wholesome be a good person you know what i'm saying so make sure you watch that make sure you tune into that make sure you think uh, subscribe follow follow us on instagram and everywhere else that we do all this other cool shit on and yeah we'll see you guys in two weeks take care peace peace